hey folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to Horrible Horror, Tough Guy, So Bad, It's Scary. Hey, 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 Moon Gooch, welcome to a little mini bonus episode of the Horrible Horror Podcast, the podcast we listen to worst, watch, we listen, but we also watch the worst <laughs> of the worst in horror movies. We use our eyes and our, our ears. ears. Uh, movies so bad they're scary. Uh, I'm your host, Marshall Hanter. With me, as always, my buddy, my co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Ahoy, hoy. Ahoy, hoy. We're going to skip over our, our normal opening gibberish because this is a bonus episode. We can get to all the goodies on the regular episode. Yeah, um, listen to our regular episodes. Yeah, listen to the regular ones. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting off great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, this bonus episode came about because uh, we actually got uh, contacted by a filmmaker uh, asking us to uh, review, watch and review uh, his upcoming horror movie called Camp Death 3 in 2D. Uh, it's directed and written by Matt Frame. Uh, this is his first uh, first attempt at a movie, I believe. Uh, I don't know if he's done like shorts or anything, but this is his first full-length movie, his directorial debut. Uh, and he contacted us and hey, would would we be interested in watching this and you know uh, and giving us our, our our honest review on it? And I'm like, sure, you know that's that's pretty cool. You know, if somebody wants to come to us, who am I to say no? That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, honored if people come to us. We're that's a shitty podcast. The fact um, that someone wants us to look at their movies, sure. Yeah, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so, but we, like I said, we are going to give us it, our honest opinion. So, Matt, if you hear this, I don't like what you hear. We we're sorry, but we're going to be honest about everything. So. Uh, yeah, uh, let's see, uh, this movie was... So, yeah, just re- before we start, because this is uh, a bonus episode, we're not going to be doing it like our normal episodes. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be yeah, a normal full We're, we're full not going to go like a full-on review, you know, like word, like scene for scene. No, we're, we're just going to just bullshit about the movie. Yeah, we're going to discuss it uh, more roundtable-esque. Um, first of all, the, the movie's not released yet. It's currently on the festival circuit until February of tw- uh, 2019, and then it will be fully released for everybody on March 1st of 2019. Um, like I said, it's written and directed by Matt Frame, but I think this movie also now holds the record for having the most people credited for being a writer, uh, which is 18. Holy shit. 18 people are credited as being a writer for this movie. I think that's a record. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, also it's uh, a lot of the forests and woods that are used in the scene look very similar to the Redwood National State Park. Uh, where the Endor scenes of Return of the Jedi were filmed, uh, which will actually come into play later, um, <laughs> believe it or not. Because uh, at first, like, hey, that looks like Endor. And then I looked things up, and it's very similar. Yeah. Um, so cast-wise, no one you've ever heard of is in this movie. Um, the only person I'm going to mention is in the cast is uh, Angela Galanopoulos? Galanopoulos? I don't know, some Greek thing. She plays Rachel, our main girl. I'm uh, her because she's uh, she's probably the best actor in the movie. She's probably the best. Uh, more, more, most uh, schooled or most most, uh, most definitely schooled also. But I'm just thinking in, when I watch the movie, she's probably the most. I say the best. It's rough because everybody's so over the top in this movie. And yeah. It's so just, just to preface, this is Camp Death 3 and 2D, as we said before. But the tagline for the movie is. This movie is stupid. Yeah, and it is. That's the tagline. They, they, uh, yeah, it, it's an intentional spoof. It's a slapsticky, you know, spoof of, of, of horror movies. It's particularly Friday the 13th Part 3. The other tagline reads, the most horrible good movie ever. Yeah. So right off the bat, they're letting you know you're in for some shit. Yeah, we're not trying to be good. We're not trying to, make, you know, recreate Psycho or Birds or, any, you know, something great here. Uh, 
But uh, Rachel, yeah, she's uh, she does theater and improv at the Vancouver in Vancouver at the Vancouver Theater Sports League, which I thought was kind of a cool name for a theater group, uh, where she's also an instructor. Um, this budget, uh, it's Canadian movie, so but it's, uh, it was done on a thirty-five thousand dollar budget, Canadian dollars, um, where Matt Frame raised almost half the budget, sixteen thousand plus, by walking for twenty-four hours straight with a coconut chain to his waist, some kind of uh, weird fundraising promotion uh and then another mid production fundraiser was charging up to 50 dollars, but the average victim only paid 10 to be killed on camera to be included in the finished film and 68 people were murdered in a single night uh that's a little bit of information i was i got from matt himself um so let's talk let's try to talk about this movie um it's it, it's pretty crazy first let's let's run through I'm gonna run through the char- our list of characters real quick because like this like, this is we're gonna be jumping around a lot, but I want to try to get some of the more important I guess things out. So let's kind of break down. This movie has a ton of characters, especially even minor characters with crazy ass names that are. Um, so first of all, we have Todd Bog Jumper, who's the head counselor, and he's the son of Mel, who's the crazy, not really crazy, foul but he, mouth. He foul mouth. Uh, Cigar, cigar chomping. Yeah, owner of the camp. Yeah. Rachel, the head girls counselor, and she's Todd's crush. Uh, we said, I already talked about Mel. He kind of looks like a, a Joe uh, Manganello if, if Joe Manganello was short, out of shape, and gr- with gray hair and a beard. Uh, but he kind of has the face. It looks a lot like Joe Manganello. <laughs> um, we have Barry, the counselor in the wheelchair. Georgia Summers, an angry Brooklyn girl. An Australian nympho girl who's named Amy, I think. Uh, Shelby, who's a spoof off of Shelly, the Shelly character from Friday the 13th. Uh, he's the prankster of the group, just like Shelly was in the movie, the Friday the 13th movie. Uh, we have a ch- fat, chubby girl who sings when she talks. I, I never know her name. We have the Irish guy named AIDS, who's obsessed with potatoes. <laughs> Angela, the quiet, shy Asian girl, who I'm thinking his name is in honor of Angela from Sleepaway Camp, since mm. a lot of stuff is supposed to be referenced to that. Uh, we have angry humping guy. Never get his name. Don't know. Um, Alice, the girl who survived the original killings in this movie, is also think named Alice from the Friday the 13th movies one and two. Um, Verta, the girl in a neck brace with no neck vertebrae. Then we have Jesus, the angry and violent Hispanic guy who has a musical number later in the movie. Rod, the girl that's dressed like a guy who may have gender issues who I also think is maybe a reference to sleepaway camp. And then Crapsy, the groundskeeper, who I th- who I think is retarded and humps everything in sight. Humps everything. And his name is probably a reference to Crapsy from uh, the movie The Burning. Uh, so those are my and guesses. That was a, the New England or urban legend of Cropsy. There's yeah, that too, yeah. 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 But there's also the movie The Burning where they have a groundskeeper named Cropsy as well. Uh, and just for – because I saw these and I thought, oh, my God, it actually went into uh, – put effort into this. Uh, there's minor characters in this movie were worth mentioning. Just the names themselves are ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have Ida be gone. Polly amorous fuzzy numchuck. These are character names, by the way, <laughs> drew tattoo, Cindy stabbing, Biff Buffenstein, Viola vomitson, captain, Johnny ear stab, Chris P bacon, <laughs> pucus von castle. Stacy Newcomb, Gorlina McBloodyton, Just Kill Me, Mandingo Jr., and Jesus. Down Syndrome David. 
or just other names of minor characters in this movie that I was like, holy shit, they actually put effort into all these characters' names. Um, so the movie, it, it, it opens with a flashback opening. So you basically it's spoofing the, the uh, final scene from Nightmare, or Nightmare, Friday um, 13th, Friday 13th, part one. Yeah. Uh, but where, they, where Jason's mother is. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, no. Friday 13th, two. two. They, actually, it's Friday 13th, part two. I'm sorry. Because they kill Jason by mimicking his mother. Um, so Alice puts on the sweater. And, yeah. yeah. Only this time, she, it's a puppet. It's a so pink she's muppet. So chase down. The killer's got her basically cornering. She hides behind uh, some a logs. Stump, a log some some stogs. And then all of a sudden, boom, this giant pink fuzzy muppet, muppet. yeah so it's like i'm your mother motherfucker sit over here come on and right yeah. off the bat they have broken the fuck meter yeah the fuck meter has been shattered first 30 seconds of the movie there are so many f-bombs yeah in this movie and it's just constant it is constant. it's a constant barrage of fuck and shit and piss and balls and pussy and farts and yeah it's constant it is it's it's a bit too it's too much it's over the top um, I get that. Um, so anyway, we get the, the credits roll and then we basically get, you know, the, the, the premises that the camp is now reopening years and years later for a, as a retreat for mentally retarded, criminally insane and chemically imbalanced people. Um, which I, I did think that was kind of funny because we're going spoof. I'm like, okay, sure. I get it. Whatever. That's fun. Um, and again, we meet, meet Mel, the owner who is just angry and curses at everything and just, and he, I told you he broke the fuck meter. Yeah. He fucking threw it on the ground and stomped, stomped it into it. nothing. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no meter left. No, nope. it's everything he says is fuck, fuck, Constant. fuck the world, fuck my world, fuck this, fuck, 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 yeah. fuck, fuck. But at the same time, he's probably the only character I actually started liking. Like, I, I at first like this guy is awful, but it, the, I watched the more I watched, it, like, all right, at least I get something from him. Like the others, are just like I didn't care about. Like Mel, was I didn't get anything from him. All guys, he's just constantly pissed and just. Fuck! That's all yeah. he does. That's it, all he does. That is all he does. Um, so uh, the bus pulls up. We meet all of our, our crazy characters, um, who I've already mentioned, and then we also they also immediately we meet crazy Ethel, the who's the doomsayer character. You know, you're all doomed. You're all gonna die. And her squirrel, her her squirrel oh, pet, Jesus which in this squirrel is they just again is a knockoff of Caddyshack. It's the gopher from Caddyshack, only in squirrel form. Um, so the squirrel basically somehow becomes Mel's arch nemesis and like attacks Mel. Yeah, no, and they go on this big Mel squirrel thing throughout the whole movie. Uh, some of it was kind of funny. Some of it was too much. Others was, is like, what? I don't know. Uh, honestly, because the movie hasn't come out yet. I don't want to give too much away. Yeah. It's like, I tried, yeah, but there's, that's a good point. I mean, it's yeah. another reason why we're kind of doing a, 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 a bridge, abbreviated version. Cause we don't want to give, spoil everything away. Um, some of these squirrel scenes with the male, I did kind of like, cause it did break up the rest of the movie, which this movie, because it's so, over the top and so stupid, so much slapstick. And honestly, breaking up with this Mel Squirrel plotline actually was a nice breather for me at yeah. times. Um, so we, that starts off. We meet, you know, uh, basically then you know, the first night, all the campers introduce themselves and it's like sharing circle or something like that. Um, 
you know, at this point, I was still trying to take notes on like what we were going to talk about, and uh, you know, like some of the kills because the first, per- you know, gets killed, but is uh, it's the humping it's groundskeeper. The, the groundskeeper. They they have him, they chain him to a tree to keep stop him from humping everything, basically. Yeah, he's just humping everything. Yeah, and he, uh, so. Basically, but he's, he's he's just like retar- like yeah. mentally retarded. He's yeah, he's, he's just like, a retarded. Hey, hey. No, just it's it's weed off, whacker, whacker, weed whacker, weed whacker, off the charts. Yeah, it's so much. It's all the characters in this movie are just on a fucking blender full of meth. <laughs> well, the, the, the camp is named Camp Meth. It is named Camp Meth. Yeah, it's like, but it's it's they're just con- they're they're on fucking speedball goofballs yeah. meth. They're just fucking. <laughs> Firing at a thousand percent. There's so much energy and whirlwind insanity whirling about. It's it's hard to watch because of all the insane. And there's no time to take a breather. I feel you know, and it's revolves. So, there's points. There, I'm not exaggerating. When they'll focus on tight on someone's face with a fisheye lens, and there'll be nothing but fart sounds and like <laughs> yeah. critter nibble sounds. <laughs> And just like nose picking and like ear plucking and just absolute grossness. Yeah. For a full minute. <laughs> and they do yeah. this multiple times. Yeah. That it that's ah, that's that's intense. Yeah. It, it's. Uh, I mean, that's other things that happen is like uh, at one point Mel goes into like a full on like Rambo like. Hunt for the squirrel, you know, like this whole Rambo ass scene, Rambo slash predator type thing. Um, there's a story, a fireside story time where Todd tells all the cameras the history of the camp and the killer. Oh, yeah, the killer's name is Johan Van Dam, by the way. Yeah. Um, and his mother was out and his about his mother and then the girl Alice who survived and all this stuff. Uh, at some point, campers just go missing. They don't even get a destiny. They just you see them for like one scene and then they're just gone. You never see them again. Um, uh, later they end up, they, they decided to shut down the camp. Uh, but one last night they decided to have a Johan Van Dam costume party, which I, it was like, it's kind of funny because <laughs> everybody, you know, yeah. like, that's actually kind of funny. Uh, and, and pretty offensive. If you think, you know, like if you had like, people fight, they're like, sure. oh, fucking Jason Voorhees party, <laughs> dress up as the killer who killed all these kids around here. Um, so that was actually kind of funny. Um, but shit just goes off the rails so quickly in this movie. It, it's so you never get back on them. You really don't like, okay, here's some, uh, right, here's some other things I want to talk about. Some, uh, uh, bullet points. Uh, we, we talk about the reopening premise. We talked about the characters. Oh, the squirrel, by the way, loves to snort cocaine. The curl, yes. he, he's a drug. He's like Scarface The squirrel, this guy, this girl has a major Coke problem. Um, uh, it's, also, one thing I, I bothered me right away from the film, like just the first opening minute, is I hate it. It there's so many scenes and moments where the film is sped up and everybody is like so twitchy. Yeah, everybody's like twitching around, all weird. Like, even the killer is like he's dressed kind of like like a janitor monk. Um, it's, it's kind of a weird thing. Like he's kind it's, of like a janitor, but kind of almost like a Shaolin like monk. Coveralls with no sl- with the sleeves. One cut sleeve off. missing and a ma- yeah. It's like weird. It's it's. And he's just he's just twitching. He's like he's he's always twitching and weird. And then they speed the film up on top of the and twitching. And he sounds like a chimpanzee. He's like yeah. he makes chip noises. Yeah. Um. So he's not scary. Or I guess he maybe not supposed to be scary in this type of movie. But even then, it's like it's not comical either. Though. It's not. It's it's just I don't know what they're going for with that. Uh. But that 
one thing I hated the most was the twitchiness. Everybody's so twitchy, and that speed up film effect drove me insane. Yeah, it's it's meth. It's you're they're fucking geared up and ready to go, man. Yeah. Uh, there's also I mentioned it briefly earlier. Uh, they go on full full on Star Wars Return of the Jedi scene at one point here, which honestly I would say. I liked it. Probably my favorite scene in the movie. I was about to say, it's mine too. My favorite scene in the movie. Um, where they, It's basically the speeder bike chase from uh, Return of the Jedi. Where they get on speeder bikes and race through the forest with lightsabers. But their speeder bikes are basically just stationary exercise bikes. Which is pretty funny. Covered in cardboard and duct tape. And they're glowing. Yeah, yeah and with like glowing neon lightens on them. Um, the lightsabers and stuff but it, it's, it's pretty funny scene it, it actually is the best scene in the yeah, movie in my I would opinion. totally agree it's, I love that one the best um, there's also a flying talking head with a propeller on its head it fly, it's like a drone or something. it's fucking weird like this is making zero sense right now and I'm thinking this episode is probably sucking really bad right now but I just don't know what I don't want to say too much if we're not going to try to give away spoilers but it's so like, how do we make sense? Like, how do we try to do you can't this justice or you, something? You like, can't I, can't, I don't know what to do with this. The movie's hard to watch. It's it is very hard to watch. It's hard to watch because it's so intense and slapsticky and bonkers and full of just fart noises, close ups, just ridiculousness. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because there's more of that than there are like of puns and slapstick, like actual like jokes that set up a little bit of time to, for the payoff. Yeah. It's like, they're trying to get by on the crudeness and like bizarreness than they are of actual like, technique into jokes. I get, and, you know, yeah. the spoof movie genre. I get, I, you know, we look at movies like the scary movie franchise airplane airplane. Well, I mean, in horror, but I mean, yeah, I, but the scary movies, as bad as they are, like they did the spoof well. Camp Blo- uh, Bloody Bloody Bible Camp is a good example. I mean, they got a guy singing about wieners around the campfire, and and you know Ron Jeremy Jesus, right? And also, um, Clown Camp Massacre. Yeah, that's a perfect example. But I don't know if those are necessary. If I would call those spoofs or just kind of they were slapstick, more they were, they were campy, more, they were more comedy based yeah. horror movies. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but like as far as spoofs, yeah, they they. There's a line between being spoofy and and silly to and but to me they crossed it way too far. That that line and way is, too early. Way too early. It, it's just too much too soon to the point where it's like it, it does make it very hard to watch because it's so 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 silly and stupid. Like if you're gonna make a stupid movie, that's fine. But there's there's a there's a line that you, you need to balance that between being stupid for sake of being stupid and then. But not being overly stupid, if that makes any sense at all. But well, I think the problem is there's no single strand of seriousness or possible consequences or makes you anything care. Yeah, what makes, that's what, a good point. That's what, a good way to look at it. What helps make some of these movies, these slapstick kind of movies, work is that there still is a tone of seriousness in it to a certain point. You know, there's just, there's a certain amount of like threat or like. There's something there to make it. There's enough seriousness in the air that kind of like it makes the slapstick get over. Yeah. Does that make any sense? I, I, I kind of see. I'm, I know I'm, where you're going with that, and I, yeah. I, I agree with you. I'm not putting. I'm not articulating it. It's very hard. Well. I'm not talking. I'm not. I'm doing the same thing. I don't know how to artic- like. I feel like I'm just repeating myself and being a, a, you know, jumbling 
bumbling idiot right now on this episode. But again, it's hard because this it movie is. is a jumbling, bumbling mess. Yeah, it is. That, this movie there is a are, jumbling, bumbling mess. Uh, there, there are uh, 16, at least 16 people that get offed in this movie. Uh, and even the kills are like over the top stupid. Like they took things that shouldn't be, that have no sense being a murder weapon and making them a murder weapon. Um, one girl gets killed by cocaine being blown Blown on her by a squirrel. squirrel. Yeah. Um, there's a rapid fire toaster that kills a girl. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. A toaster, a blunt object toaster cuts off her arm and then slits a girl's neck. It's a fucking toaster. She shoots. (laughs) He tracks on the girl and he's shooting toast at her. Yeah. And she's knocking it. What does she have? Does she have like a broom? No, it's just her hands. She's just like kung fuing away this bread. And that scene goes on for forever. I will say the only thing is like how she does mention, they do address like, how is that thing making toast so fast? I did at least appreciate them adding that. But uh, then there's like lightsabers to the eye. Somebody says yeah, it's set on stuff. fire. Yeah. Uh, humping guy and chubby girl. They just up and go missing. Um, then we have uh, somebody gets a fudge stick, stick a fudge through their eye. Uh, Mel M- Mavis, the woman gets her head crushed in. We whack a bit. Uh, and then the, the the way the killer gets we, off should is we, should we spoil this? It, no, I'm just, it's so goddamn ridiculous and over the top that it. I don't even know how to begin to describe it. It's just something that has to be seen to, I don't want to say appreciate, but understand it's so fucking crazy. It's like, what the fuck is happening? So yeah, it's a crazy ending. Um, I will say there is a bit at the, at the end where, cause they do uh, go back to uh Friday 13th in the boat on the water and all this stuff. And, uh, there is one thing where, uh, Rachel, uh, comes up at the end out of the water and she says something like, you know, um, and Tizer's like, Oh, how'd you stay under, you know, you stay on the water so long. And she's like, I had to suck air from a beaver, uh, <laughs> to stay under it. Right. And to me, she says, although now I think about it, it would have been easier just to come up for air. And, but honestly, that to me was probably the best line of the movie. In my opinion, I got a little chuckle there. Like just the image of sucking air from a beaver made me laugh. <laughs> there's, there's enough, like, Yes, it's fun and slapstick, and that's the kind of stuff I usually like. Yeah. But it's just so intense, it's I can't focus. And there are some good jokes. There are some decent kind of funny things here and there. But overall, man, <sighs> it's it's like drinking twenty Red Bulls in a row and then going for a run. Your body is just stressed and freaking out, and that's kind of how I describe this movie. Is you're just fucking, tw- it's tweaked to the max. A Red Bull fever dream, maybe? <laughs> it's, right, yeah, yeah. It is insane. Um, I know we're not doing this movie justice, and uh, probably not what uh, Matt was I, looking for, I but know. I don't know how else to really talk about this movie without, like I said, if, if it hasn't been released yet, and I don't know if we want to give out full, like spoilers for people who do end up wanting to watch this or decide, you know, I'll give it a chance, which is weird because we give... We spoil every fucking movie we do on this show anyway. But, but they're already out. But yeah, but they're already we, out. We, we so do ones full that, reviews. Yeah, yeah, full reviews for movies that have already been released and people have had, you know, may have already seen them. So it, this is just a weird, weird animal all of its own. It, it it's a is. weird. Like they set out to make a stupid movie. Well, they succeeded in fucking making a stupid movie. Knock it out of the park. Yeah, in that aspect, they succeeded 100% by making a stupid movie. But the problem is, it's in my opinion, it's too stupid. Yeah. To the point where it's hard to watch and almost unwatchable because it's so dumb. 
They could have dialed it down 30, 40%. I don't think they would have been onto something. It'd still be hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, but it wouldn't be as bad. Now, the, the idea had premise, like it, like the, I, the setup of like, you know, the, the self awareness of like, oh, yeah, I mean, we know we're opening up as a camp for mentally ill, chemically imbalanced people. Criminal but insane. That's yeah. funny. You know, like that, I get that's a great spoof. And then doing some of these other things, and the, the, the costume party of the killer on the last night of the camp, that's funny. Like, I get some of the slapstick stuff. And, there are some there are some moments where this movie shines and has some great and that the indoor spear bike scene is great. Yes, it's as yes, stupid that's as it great. is, it's great. Um, but then it just but it falls apart because it's so much. You can only be hit over the head so many times with a hammer yeah. before like stop hitting me over the head with a hammer. I can't <laughs> take it anymore. So I don't know. I if I'm giving my honest one hundred percent opinion, I think there's potential there. I think. Matt Frame as a as a movie as a movie director as a movie maker has a ground base now to grow and get, make more and get and grow from this. But I gotta say the editing was tight. Edit, yeah, the, the the lighting was good. It, looked, it wasn't too dark. It, the film the quality sound, was good. Yeah. yeah, like the technical stuff was fine. The technical stuff was all was great. Good. Yeah, the, it, was, the, it was good. It was the fine. biker chase scene through the woods was. You know, I'm sure it was on a low budget of $35,000. Well, a green screen, well, but it was done but well. it was done well, and it was fun, you yeah, know? Yeah, I mean, fun, done, done in a poorly but fun way, and it was, you know, it was, you know, it, it fit the movie. I mean, it wasn't trying to fool anybody, but still, it no, was done but, well enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, there's stuff there. There, there. there are positives there, and there's stuff to take away from that the use in the future and grow on. But right now, as it stands, my honest opinion is you can pass on this movie as we say, I would say so bad it's scary. Uh, you can, you know, if it comes out, you want to judge for yourself. By all means, feel, watch it. You know, you know, watch the guy. Give the guy, you know, your own chance. But uh, uh, my take right now is it's just too, too over the top slapsticky to make it enjoyable to watch. If that's your cup of tea and you like that crazy stuff and you were like, hey, you know what, I can handle it. Then this is this is your fucking test. Yeah. That I feel as if the bar has been raised for. Slapstick, unadulterated, you know, trauma esque craziness. Well, even trauma is is weird as they are, but like 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 poultry poultry guys. guys, like that's a prime example. But even that was done, like I said, was done with a, that that air of like little bit of seriousness and like you know they kind of they, there was they, a threat they, to your character. They walk yeah. that line between stupid and 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 not you know really well. Or this line just this one just went way over the line. Uh, and it did. You it hung did, out in Stupidville too long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, there's probably gonna be people out there who, who hear us and they think we're just hate again. We're haters, or we don't we don't get it, or we don't appreciate maybe we independent don't. movie making. <laughs> but like I, I like to think we do. But like not every movie is deserving of you know praise. And like everybody's yes, everybody starts somewhere. And I, you know, if I were to make a movie, I'm sure it's gonna suck too. But like. It is, you know, but you he's to, out there already saying this movie's stupid. Yeah, you so, know, he's already out there saying it. So, so it's stupid. He succeeded hundred percent making a stupid movie. So congratulations, so you you did it. I don't know how we could offend. Yeah, considering in the most good horrible movie ever made, and it is good in a sense of it's tight and it's got good. Technically, it is. Yeah, good. technically, it's good. The technical aspects are great. The technical aspects are very good. But but it is a horrible movie. It is a horrible movie. And I think the problem is like we're, it's a horror movie, but we're still saying don't watch it, even though like like, like I said, so bad it's good. You can still watch these bad movies, and enjoy them. This one, I'm saying pass on. You know, maybe if he does something in the future, a second movie, I, I'll definitely check it out and see if you know if he grows and, and, and it evolves. 
I'd love to see something, but right now I'm like, I I'm I don't need to watch this again. I am going to say watch it. I'm not going to say so bad it's good. I'm still going to say so bad it's scary because I'm never watching that again. <laughs> but I feel as if you have to see it. You have I kind of understand it because like, what we're saying doesn't – we're nowhere near close to really – The insanity, insanity of this movie. Of this, movie. this movie's fucking bonkers. Yeah. It's fucking bonkers off the charts – and you might be like, well, I've seen Bonkers on the Charts. No, movies. you have. Like, you, this movie, you, it really does have to be seen to fully believe, be believed yeah. and, and understood. And don't get me wrong. You're, you're going to be about five minutes into it and be like, what the fuck did I get myself into? Yeah, and you're, you're going to be cursing be, our names. You're going to be just like, about ready to leave when something gets your attention, something makes you giggle, or something makes you laugh. Yeah. And you're like, okay, what else you got? And then 10 minutes later, you're like, that's it. I'm fucking turning this off. Oh God, that was kind of funny. And now they're on speeder bikes in Andor and like, right. Oh, okay. Right. I'm it's, back on. Yeah. It's, that's the way I felt about watching it. I'm like, okay, that's a okay, good okay. I'll be with you on that. I'll, I'm I'll about go to there turn too. it off. Okay. That was pretty good. Okay. 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 That was pretty fucking funny. Okay. 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 Oh, I'm, I'm fucking walking out the door. And now there's speeder bikes. You know, it's like, things. Yeah. something it, it was, it's shitty and stupid and horrible. But it has little nuggets of little nuggets little, that pull you back moments. in. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I'll agree hundred percent with you. Like that's a great well, way of saying it. So well, bad, it's scary, but it is, you should watch it once. It's kind of like golf. They say golf. You suck. You suck. You suck. But you have that one good stroke, that one good hole, <laughs> and you and you, say, you love All right, golf. You love golf again. I'm back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's just, and it's worth seeing just to say that you saw this insanity of a movie, this yeah. insane display of a movie. So yeah, you know, watch it. Support indie horror, I guess. But yeah, sure. it, don't just. Don't get your hopes up. You know what you're getting into. God damn. Uh, I don't know if you do know what you're getting I, into. You won't because we yeah. can't fully – we can't do it justice. We can't. Uh, and I don't even know what more to say. Like we're, at this point, we're just going to be talking in circles and rambling on. Uh, so I think we're just going to call it here and, and we'll move on to the next week's episode at some point. Uh, so there it is, guys. There's our bonus episode. Uh, take it for yeah, what just, it will. <laughs> just a little something. You know, and when is this going to be released? Uh, was it March? March 1st of 2019, as it says right now, is the official release, re- so release we got, date. So we got some time. Yeah, still in, still in the circuit festival through, yeah, through February. And, uh, you know, there's been a couple other, like, you know, other uh, groups that have reached, you know, reached out and seen it. So, you know, the the, it, the horror community is aware of this movie. Yeah, I I mean, yeah. He, yeah, we're not the only ones. We're certainly not the only ones he, he's uh, yeah, there's reached out to. plenty of people that have been reached so out to. So maybe, and... you know, maybe other reviewers liked it and appreciated it for what it is more than we did. But um, it is what it is. Um, that's our that's our two cents. Yeah. You know, we're going to be honest. We're not going to lie or cover it up for anything. But uh, all right, we're done. We're, we're out. We're going to take off. We'll see you guys later. Watch more horror movies. And remember, guys, to keep it tight.